0: Are ya away? This is episode ten of Attacking Our Goals. Um, I'm Mike and this is Chris. And we're in my living room and we are the killer will. It hasn't been that long this time. We're trying to keep it more steady. We're coming off of a high of our last episode, our bonus episode.
1: Oh, that, one, that one was so good. I, like, I enjoyed doing that.
0: Yeah, we had a lot of attention from that one. It's probably our brought our max listens in a day. Um, I mean, from
1: who, who doesn't love The Last Dragon? You know? Right, right. <laughs>
0: it was just, we just had so much fun doing it. I can't say that enough. We, we've gotten ats and reposts on Instagram, yeah, and we've that, got people touching us, you know, talking, giving us a chance
1: based off of that episode. Yeah, that that was, and shout out to to you guys because that was dope. And I mean, that that got me more hype about things and and everything like that. Um, and it was it tripped me out because I saw that um, like I wouldn't say they're random or anything because they were obviously a fan, but it was someone that I didn't know personally. I don't think either one of us knew personally and I was that was mad love that was cool so I I appreciate that we both appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a big deal when you start getting recognized for the work that you're doing especially when you enjoy what you're doing and we're just sharing our thoughts, you know, trying to celebrate the people that celebrate the things that we appreciate and um, trying to bring some attention to the fitness-related stuff that that we are paying attention to. Um, as we always get started, we always get started with an honest body check-in. I had an incident. I don't know if I shared this incident the last time that I um, the last time that we recorded, but I was given. Um, Giving my cousin a haircut. Did I tell you about that? Mm. I was giving my cousin a haircut, and um, my back started hurting, like right in my <laughs> lap. Just, just like it, <laughs> it was like right, right in the middle of the haircut. I was like, oh, oh. I was leaning over my like, my back. It, it. I want to say it was a cramp, but it didn't tighten up. It didn't tighten up, and and so I was like, we. I need a break. I need a break. I'm leaning over. Him. And he's sweating like like a fool. He's okay. <laughs> he, <sweated That's> like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he already sweating like a fool. So he's like, I'll take a break. I'm gonna go outside. And so he rips the he rips the cape off and he goes and he wiping his face off, wiping his face off, trying to cool. And I break out the lacrosse ball and I I throw that thing on my dining room floor and I just plop my back on it and I'm like, oh. Oh, 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 just rolling back and forth, just trying to get it out, just working it back and forth. like now I'm like trying to drink some water because I'm thinking it well, if it's a cramp, then I need to get some fluids in me. Maybe it's maybe it's a cramp. Right. I still didn't figure out what it was, but it was sore for that was a Sunday. Oh. and it was sore for the rest of that day. I had to go get my kids, and um some friends invited me to the lake. And the kids went and got in the water, and I was just on the on the beach by the you know by the sand, just sitting there. I wasn't doing nothing but talking because I was like I ain't doing nothing. My back hurt. So my when, neck, <laughs> my back, my neck, and my back. I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but when my back hurt, I don't do. I don't want to do nothing else. I don't want to do nothing else when my back hurt. But it was it was sore for a couple of days. I think the next day, um, the next day I ended up. Um, normally I would do like on a Monday I would do two workouts. I would work out in my lunch and then I'd go work out with my friend Kat and we'd go run. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, I don't know if I can work out today. My back hurt <laughs> <laughs> But uh i I skipped the workout, went straight to the sauna, took a I mean took a hot shower and went straight to the sauna and the sauna really helped loosen up my back and then we went on we probably did like four miles. We went and jogged around Westchester Lagoon and that's up, a good job, yeah. We went, pretty good job. yeah. We did about four miles and came back, and I felt good. I felt good. I haven't been running a lot, like, uh, we me and Kat ran a, a few times recently, but um, or a couple times recently, but I've been having the other thing that I've been having is like just like behind the, the ball of my foot, just a sore spot. In my foot, I don't know what it is. Same thing. I tried to rub that thing out. Pause um, with my foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with your foot. Huh? <laughs> um, I try to rub, you know, rub the soreness out with the lacrosse ball, like the, you know, and um, it just keeps on coming back. I don't know what's going on there. It does not hurt during any physical activity, not at all. I've gone running. I've done my workouts and it feels fine. but just sometimes I'm just walking around and it just feels a little bit sore. It's not a cramp. I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to figure that out. So that's where I'm that's where I'm
1: at these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about yourself? Um I'm I'm actually feeling really really good. Uh, one one of the things, I mean, the for this whole entire year is my uh um, my main focus has been like you know really working on cardio and uh, working on my shoulder getting that healthy and it's it's pretty much there and I'm pretty excited about it you know I, I would say it's about eighty to eighty five percent healed up and one thing that I can say that helped speed it along in the last month or so was doing kettlebell swings. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of research um, on on the benefits of doing kettlebells, kettlebell swings and. Everything like that, and it helps with explosiveness, which you need for boxing. Your your punches come from your hips; they come from your leg, from your legs, and you use every single muscle, and the, um, the swings because it's a compound move, uh, compound movement. You get your shoulders involved. As conditioning for your shoulders you know um, and i feel i feel really really good i remember the thing that's crazy and i'm glad that we um that we're doing this like we can have conversations about this cuz i remember when we first started i couldn't even lift a weight to save my life and now i'm i'm back to lift i'm not at my like where i was before i tore my shoulder but i'm at like how how are you the-
0: determining that 85% is
1: it is it by determined by the weights that you're about to lift or or how much pain that you feel or no, it's about, um, it, honestly, it's about the, uh, I, I determined that 80% by how I feel when I punch, how, um, how I feel afterwards, after my boxing workouts, how I feel during lifting weights, how I feel, um, just doing normal stuff. You know what I mean? Cause I, when I, when it first happened, I couldn't lift. I couldn't even lift a tablet up. Like it, <laughs> it hurt. It hurts a, like, wake. it hurts a, uh... You had a little pigeon arm. Yeah. Was <laughs> <something>. <laughs> One T-Rex arm. He sounded like that dude from, uh, what a scary movie. Mojo's. Uh, That's what, not politically correct. But. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> the, uh... No, it, it, you know, it made me lose my concentration. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you don't know, I mean? you lose your concentration with the four, four, four reference. Got you off, got you off topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I just feel better all around, you know. And I, um, and what I attribute that to is, um, is those kettlebell swings. And my uh, my measurement on that is just, you know, my um, how I feel punching. Uh, before, I'm, I'm still in a southpaw position um, as far as boxing and everything. And I actually feel like I'm better at southpaw. Um, and I, like before, I couldn't throw too many straight left hands like down the middle and stuff like that. Now, I'm mixing it up. I can double it up on both sides. And what I mean uh, to you guys listening out there, what I mean by that is when you double a punch up, you, throw, you can throw an uppercut and then come back with a, a straight left hand. And that's, that's doubling up a punch. So it's coming from the same side you're throwing from. And I don't feel any soreness or tightness. Sometimes the last time I did was about a month ago. Like mm. I had to complete, like, I, it felt from when, um, when I was actually, um, when I actually tore it, I felt the same, it felt like the same area. Pain. Yeah. It was the same area and it was along the same, um, same pain that I felt. I was like, Nope. As soon <laughs> as I felt that, I was like, Nope, I'm done. I took my gloves off. Listen to your body. Yeah, I was like, no. You go to doctor? Uh, no, it wasn't as serious. It wasn't as sharp as as it was. It was just. Sure. It was just. It was, getting, <laughs> it was just getting tight. You know. It was just getting Don't tight. Don't tell me you scared of the doctor. <laughs> Don't tell me you scared. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm feeling really, really good. I'm, I'm really, really excited. You know what I mean? Just because I, uh, this is um, when you get into a, when you when you get an injury like this, especially a sports related injury that can, that prevents you from competing because i was i was training for a very long time to get to that point it was the golden gloves and it wasn't even for alaska it was for um for washington you know and that like for any athlete that sucks that sucks you know yeah what I mean? and it's your, missing your shot yeah but i mean um ultimately i, I had to, uh and i'm i'm glad that we started doing this podcast because it made me concentrate on something else you know what i mean it's forcing me to. It's, and like I said earlier, it's holding me accountable for something, too. Because when I talk about it, it's like, or right, I talked about this during this. Night. Next mm-hmm. time we come in, I got to say, oh, I got better at this. I got better at that. Last time I did my, I was doing my kettlebell swings because I'll do the swing. I'll do kettlebell swings, and I have three chances. I give myself three times to put that kettlebell uh, kettle weight down, that kettlebell weight down within. And I have to beat my um, my time every single time. So I'll do a hundred swings. There was a, uh, most, like, most recently, I did a hundred swings. I didn't put it down not once. I got, I did it in two minutes and 20 seconds.
0: Dang. Yeah. That's serious. Have you heard of, um, uh, this guy on IG, Primal Swolder? No, I never. He, he's um he's part of the On It Academy. No, oh, with those no no promo. Those... No promo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that guy is nice. He does a lot of the dual. He does a lot of cleans. A lot of he does a lot of the dual. um, oh. um he'll do like a deadlift, clean, and then um, press. Those are hard. Like the comp, those those dude, he, he does a lot of those complexes. Um, those are so hard, and it takes a it zaps a lot of
1: energy out he's, of
0: you. He's not. I mean, he's. He is swoll, but he's not huge. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's not a huge guy. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll have to. I'll throw the the um, the name in the, in the uh, the show notes for this. But the primal soldier, if you're into kettlebells, that guy gets busy mm-hmm. with
1: the kettlebells. Like he's no joke. The, no joke. The one thing that I really enjoy about kettlebells though is because it's um, it's cardio and it's weight training in one. It's it's the same. It's 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 mixing the one. Yeah, and if, if if you're doing it if you're doing it right, you have you don't have to use a lot of weight either. No, you really don't. I stay at forty pounds and that like that kicks my ass. So I, like, you know, <laughs> I like I was thinking I was thinking about going to like 70, 75, or like I did I'll do. 80 pound dumb or not dumbbells, but uh, kettlebells. Every once in a while, you know what I mean. But I won't go for high reps like that because I'm. I mean, it's you not. Mean, it's just not necessary. It really isn't. Are you
0: um? This is related to your shoulder. Are you mixing in any
1: stretching after you're done with the, uh, with your swings? With my swings, no, not so much, you know. And mm. I'm like, I'll do that. After, I always do that after boxing, but not so much after my swings. Mm. That's probably something that I should start doing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an
0: opportunity. I'm not I'm not
1: telling you to do it. I'm just saying it's an opportunity. Yeah. You may, you may be able to work something out. All right. Well, as far as, like, my workout, well, my workout consists of, I'll do cardio, and then I'll get into um, – I'll do my cardio. Nothing serious. I'll do um, I'll do like a mile run. I'll try and do a fast mile run. Nothing like, not, not a uh, leisure jog or anything like that, but I'm like putting it work. If you're not like dripping sweat, you're not putting I did some in. intervals on Tuesday, yeah. so I was feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I'll do like four uh, three-minute rounds of, of jump roping, um, go into shadow boxing a little bit. Um, I'll do my uh, four rounds of uh, of heavy bag work and then I'll do like some footwork drills because footwork is really important your feet and and your hands have to be one pretty much or they not pretty much they do have to be one when you're punching and um, I'll go right after that man can't stand he can't fight exactly (laughs) exactly I'm I'm working on like being real slick too like real slick with it because when you get into like when you're fighting somebody you want to like or at least the type of fighter that i I'm, I'm. I aspire to be. I. Don't, I like to be, uh, pretty slick. I guess that's kind of like my uh, my personality. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's kind of it's different, and you kind of feel like you're dancing. If that makes any sense, you yeah, know, it like, does. There's steps. Yeah, there's steps. I can see that. That's that's a that's a good like, parallel. And, and I I feel like if I'm in if I, I if I'm in that ring and I don't feel like I'm dancing, I'm not doing it right. Yeah, that's one thing. You don't
0: want to be thinking, you don't want to be counting your steps. No, you don't. You want to be smooth. You want to be smooth. (laughs) S-M-O-O-V. Smooth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) (laughs) hit that Millie Rock real quick. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm working on um, being real real slick with it, you know what I mean? Um, And... What else? Oh, yeah, deadlifts. I've been doing a lot of deadlifts and um, kettlebell deadlifts or or regular deadlifts. No, regular deadlifts, so big boy uh, deadlifts. Mm. So him those deadlifts, and I'm, one thing with like, lots of hook grip. No, <laughs> <laughs> hell no. I'll mess up my whole thing. No, I can't do it. I, and you know it's funny after our, uh, like a couple episodes ago when you mentioned it. I tried doing it. I was like, hell no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. It, it, it does add to your grip. Like, oh. But the guy that I saw that made
0: the comment, he was like, it does mess your thumbs up. It does. But, it hurts. But you can add up to 50 pounds in your lift. If you're looking to get numbers, yeah. you could add... I'm not really looking to get. I'm
1: not trying to be like a, a power. I'm just. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm throwing I'm, it out there. I, <laughs> I'm trying to get the the like I like I've been preaching for a while is functionality. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get also the, not a word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's a word. I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm, I'm trying to get the most out of my workouts, so even if that means I have to bring the uh, bring the weight down. And humble myself and do and work on form. You know what I mean. There's nothing wrong with that, and that's one oh, thing. Oh, about- I'm about that. I'm mm-hmm.
0: about the full concept. Like I don't. I'm not trying to max out on anything. I'm about the full extension of the movement and whatever weight that I gotta do. To make sure that I can get the full extension, so at the end and the beginning
1: there is a flex. You get that full, <laughs> you get that full stretch. That's how you get that growth. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And you don't have to, you don't have to pack on a whole bunch of weight to I do mean, that.
0: Hey, half reps may get you your your PR, but half reps is not getting you your
1: gains. No, not at all. Half reps is not getting you there. You can still feel that same burn with twenty pounds. You may have to do a few more reps. But you still feel that same burn. You're still lifting weights. You're still picking picking and, stuff up. And if you're if you're actually working a
0: program, you should not be maxing out every day. No, you really. MC. You should not. And and I'm also. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I'm also not of the school of thought that I'm I'm not regularly training till failure. I've read a few studies lately, and there is no advantage to training until failure. Yeah. There's there's just not. Except for when you train on no failure, you're training yourself to fail. And I'm like, I'm all about the mental, so I'm trying to train myself within the range of what I know I can do and then it just it just magically goes up because I keep on putting in work. I'm able to pick up the next
1: one. It happens without the failure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I feel really, really good and I'm really excited, you know? Um, I've I and the most the most exciting thing for me is that I've been able to see all my lifts and everything that I've been working on independently in in the gym at the um at the gym that I go to to go lift weights because I'll work on my boxing technique outside of you know Alaska Boxing Academy and um I'll work on deadlifts and I've seen that um benefit me in the ring I've seen that benefit me at the I've seen myself get way faster I've seen you know. It's pretty exciting it's, it's fun stuff when you see the things that you've been working on.
0: Yeah, when you, you focus know. on on progress instead of aesthetic goals, you get way more excited, way more often because you see those numbers change easily, mm-hmm. easily with consistency. With consistency. Yeah. When you're consistent and you continue to put in the work, you earn those gains. You earn them, and you're like, "Dang, I was just doing this number, and now I'm doing this number,
1: woo!"
0: (laughs) And sometimes it's not even, um, it's not uh, that you're doing a higher weight; it's that you feel how much easier it is to do those same weight that you're doing. Mm -hmm. That one that you were just tripling. Now you're doing tens on you like yo.
1: like hey, yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, the the one thing that that really was tough for me because I was I'm uh, I'm a pretty strong guy. You know I'm I could I could push some weight before uh, as far as uh, weight training goes, and that's one thing that I was I've always no matter what I mean I've always been real passionate about lifting weights. I love lifting weights. Uh, um, the thing that sucked was when my shoulder gave out, I couldn't do that anymore. I was, it was, I remember when I first, I, there was one, there was one time when I got back into, um, to the gym to go lift weights. I couldn't even push 135 at all. It hurt. It hurt. It genuinely, I was like it's shaking. Just, it's, it's amazing
0: how one link
1: in the chain, mm-hmm. that's, that's all it was. One link in your chain and you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's. I mean, it's it's exciting for me. Even like, even though I'm not where I was, and I don't think that I, that's necessarily what I'm shooting for anymore. It's more of like, um, you know, am is my form good? If my form is good, I know that these muscles are getting the most out of this exercise. this compound movement. You know, they're not shaky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I. Um, that's one thing. My well, that's one of my main focuses right now. Bringing that bar all the way down to the chest when you're doing uh, bench press. You know, make sure you're breathing too when you come down. When you come back up, you know, and make sure your breathing is in sync with how you're lifting. I think that's really important too, because a lot of people they'll sit there and they'll, and then they'll push out and they're shaking, and that's that's not—that's how you end up passing out. Yeah, exactly. That's how that bar comes down and hits you right in your windpipe. (laughs) Ah, Yeah, exactly. ah. All right, all right. Speaking of breathing, there's that book. That book over there. Grab that book. That's
0: the book that I'm reading right now. Yeah. That's uh, The Oxygen Advantage by Patrick McCown. Mm-hmm. This book is pretty dope. I listened to this guy in a couple... And I mentioned him um, probably like four or five episodes back. I remember Because him. I heard him on a couple of podcasts bef- when I was still training for the, um, the half marathon. And what he was saying was really speaking to me. And one of the things that I used was... Um, one of the main principles in this book is it it just talks that a lot of us, and I I know I'm one of them, are mouth breathers. We just, we've, we've just changed. We, we, we breathe through our mouth more than we breathe through our nose and we're supposed, noses are for breathing, mouths are for eating. Just because you can breathe through your mouth is not what you should be doing, Mm -hmm. um, the reasoning is because there are so many things that your nose does to the air that your mouth doesn't. So when you breathe in through your nose, it cools, it warms, it adds humidity, it's, it's, it's filtering out bacteria through your nose, it's mixing in, um, what is it, nitric oxide gas when it goes through your sinuses, mm-hmm. and that mixing allows the blood to fill your lungs fuller by breathing in through your nose. Um, so, but most of us don't breathe through our nose enough. And so the sinuses are just not used to it. And so it, it takes a while. It can take some months to get used to breathing through your nose again. And one of the extra things now, um, let me take a step back and say what I tried, what I used it for initially. One of the ideas in here is you should be able to maintain your workout breathing only through your nose eventually. You got to work up to it. When I was training for my half marathon and trying to find what pace worked for me, I would go running and I would breathe through my nose. And if I started feeling like I got to start breathing through my mouth because I'm not getting enough air. I knew I needed to slow down mm-hmm. because I had many a times way back when I was running um, 5Ks a lot where I gassed myself because I ran at a pace that was too fast for me in that first mile. And when you're running 13.1, you can't afford to be gassed. No. You get gassed and you
1: are going to kill your overall time. So I got I got a quick question. Mm-hmm. What do you do for, um, for your legs? Because that's one thing, like I would imagine... That, that would take a toll on your legs running those 13 miles and everything, you know. What do you do to strengthen your legs when you're training for marathons, half marathons? Um, the, the way that I did was
0: I spread my runs out, so I never, ran, I never ran back-to-back days. So there was usually one day of the week. Sunday was usually my long, slow distance. The day that I got in, like... Um, w- the build up to the thirteen point one, and there was one day where I just get in like three or four miles. You know yeah. that would be like Tuesday, and then Thursday would be Thursday or Friday would end up being like an interval day. Okay, a day where I'm like it's speed work, sixty second splits. You know, like I'm like okay, you go do whatever your max is and stop. It. You know, just you're just getting your heart work and. All those three days allow you to get a, a different sort of feel for your legs. So on the long, on the long days, you're like you don't give a shit what kind of form you're in or any of that. You're just trying to get those miles in. Yeah. Um, on the, the 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 any like the Tuesday was like get your just get some form in and hold a pace. I'll be trying to hold like a five k pace, which would, for me was like around. 10, 10 and a half, between 10 and a half and 11 minute pace per mile. Which puts me at like a 30 something minute um, 5k. And then the speed day is like gas yourself out. <laughs> that was That's your work, that's, that's your day where you're like, go as fast as you can. And you're, just trying, you're trying to test your legs out and see what the pace is. This breathing thing allowed me to figure out what that pace was on the other two days, the non-speed day. But as far as the strength how do I strengthen my legs there was usually one day during the week outside of the running that was a lifting day which would just be like squats and deadlifts mm. and then there was another day where I did some sort of like jumping some sort of like jumping or
1: isolation of the legs like no, let me ask you a question what what are your thoughts on um, on strengthening your legs solely doing deadlifts?
0: Um, I do deadlifts when I don't want to fuck with my knees. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you on that.
1: Because, like, like, that's... I I try and stay away from, like, squat, like a squat rack, because I'm tall. I'm I'm super, super tall. That's a long distance for me to go down. Yeah, I know? mean, the, uh,
0: having longer limbs, it is a disadvantage for you. You can lift more weight because you're bigger, but it also means... That weight is harder for you because mm-hmm. it has to go so far. That's why there's little girls that can bench press a whole bunch of weight because they arch their back and and limit their range of motion. Yeah, you know, like, and I know in every other situation, uh, limiting your range of motion is a bad thing. But for for uh, what a lot of people do when they're in meets, when they're in professional meets. When you are doing uh, a bench press, you will arch your back, creates torque, and it also limits the range of motion from because the bar has to touch your chest in order for it to count. So when you're arching your back, there's a there's like maybe two inches difference yeah. from how far you have to take it. Well, your arms are already longer, exactly. and then if you're laying flat too, that that's even further that you have your your arms have to travel. So I can see. For with arms that would be different, and also with legs, oh. it would be different for you when you're trying to squat because we know you need to go below parallel when you're squatting. Yeah, I, that, just,
1: I like deadlifts are no no problem for me. I don't like doing I, me. I don't like doing squats particularly just because of like my knees. I like my knees. <laughs> I, I enjoy my knees. No, there was a
0: day. There was a day like recently where I, where. Um, like a muscle around my around my knee was not feeling great, and I was like, "No squats today. Yeah. No need to tempt it. I've never had any knee problems, and I'm not about to start today." But um, I would say, if you're not into if you're not into squats, then um, take one of those kettlebells
1: and do some. Some lunges. I've been doing a lot of cleans. Like I'll do. I've been doing a lot of cleans into squats with. Well, I wouldn't say a lot. I I just started actually recently. Uh, it felt like a lot. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> it always feels a lot in the beginning. Wait, <laughs> wait, is that a pause too? I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 just in case. Just in case. But the thing that I like about um, I like I really really enjoy about kettlebells is um. Man, I just feel... I feel a lot stronger. I feel way stronger just in, like, in my sport. Like, even if you if you don't... I, recommend, I highly recommend Kettlebell Swings or Kettlebell... Look, go... One one really good, uh, um, uh, like, YouTube channel that I've been checking out is Athlean. Uh, like, it's something along those lines. I think it's Ath- Athlean or something like that. And they go into um, very great detail about um, doing... Cleans and a lot of the um, a lot of the the misconception on doing those cleans with the um, with kettlebells is that a lot of people they'll do it like how you do with a bar, you know you'll do a clean and you come back and your wrists are bent. Well, if you do that with a kettlebell, that kettlebell is gonna swing back and hit you right dead in your wrist. Yeah, you're and you're gonna I, end up cracking your wrist. Yeah, and I remember when I first started, I understand why my uh, my coach was like. You all know, know I will just stick with kettlebell swings for now because I was messing my wrist up. What you want to do is, you, when you come up, you come up at a forty degree angle so you can uh, your your bicep and your elbow can catch that kettlebell. When I started doing that, I was like, oh, oh shit, this is yeah, I feel, I feel, good. <laughs> I feel good doing. Like this. it worked now, it uh, worked now, yeah. And then from there, I mean, when you get really good, you can do, you can go into the jerk with both of them, too, and then keep on going into the swings. It's, kettlebells are, um, there's a lot of different things you can do with kettlebells. You can do bicep curls with kettlebells. I you mean, can do,
0: you can get really, I'm telling you, you can get busy with that dude. I'm, I'm going to have to pull him up now. Now now that we're talking about this, what I'm going to talk about, oh, boy. <clears throat> yeah, kettlebells are very versatile. Very, very versatile. Yeah, he's no he's no joke. Um, oh, there's so many things that you can do with them, and this guy Primal Soldier, is like always getting busy with them. He was doing this one, he was doing a bunch of two handed stuff uh, recently, that I was like, man. Like I said, he's not he's probably not that tall, but you could tell
1: he's swole. Yeah, you know, one arm kettlebells are no joke. I, do, I always do two. I do two on kettlebell swings. Um, yeah, he has really good form too. I think
0: um, I have not been hip to enough to start doing the the dual kettlebells. I'm not there yet, but maybe one day. Maybe one day I can be big like Primo Soldier and be tossing them around like that cleans to a deadlift to a burpee to you know presses. Yeah that's crazy. I mean you can tell he gets busy. He's not thinking about that. He's not thinking about his form while he's doing it. He's done it enough. But he was one of the reasons why I tried to do that um I saw him doing the um the Turkish get up. He was the reason why I tried oh, I tried yeah. I was like, yo that looked like fun. Let me try that, not even thinking about how much my son weighs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun though. I was sore but it was fun. Oh, but one of the things that one of the things that they recommend in this if you are trying to start working on your your um breathing is he recommends taping your mouth and I was like hell no that's crazy <laughs> hell no like first of all first of all I got a beard I'm not about to put no apply no, no tape <laughs> no. to my mouth that's madness but the thing is you're you're actually breathing your your breathing affects your sleep. And so I was like, man. And sleep is a lot, is a big part of how you get your gains. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not fully rested, when you sleep is when your when your body is recovering. You need the best possible sleep so you can rebuild yourself. So I was like, well, how am I gonna do this? Cause I'm I'm interested. Uh, So I went and just like got a bandana and tied the bandana around my face when I went to go to bed. And um, the first thing I can say is I felt way more alert when I woke up. And I'm like, man, I must be breathing a lot through my mouth. Like it must be not only that is it must really have been disturbing my sleep more than I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm still in the baby stages. I'm still starting and getting used to the whole thing. But I'm really looking forward to seeing if this, if this is, um, I'm still like in the first week okay. of, of testing it out. Um, I'm still looking forward, because you gotta be consistent with it uh, so that you can build up your, your sinuses. And I, one of the things that it says in the book is, you know, there are times when you're first learning how to work out mm-hmm. with breathing through your nose where you'll have like, your sinuses will get dried out you'll start to have more snot come out. And I was like, that was what I was happening to me when I first started running and trying to breathe solely through my nose was I was starting to have my nose run. And it's he, he was saying, that's just your nose trying to get used to having more oxygen in your sinuses. I won't go through, I won't bore y'all with all the details, but I'm really interested in this book. I'm, I'm like, let's see, like about 100 pages into it. It's a good it's a good 300 page book. Uh, I'm going to devour the rest of that. I think it's really interesting. I'll I probably pass that on to you yeah. when you return <laughs> yeah. the last one. Yeah. Oh, I
1: was speaking of uh, of breathing that. I had this thing and I really liked it. It was an uh, um elevation mask. Have you ever used it? No, I never used it. But that I would say that probably simulates
0: some of the same things. Yeah, it
1: does cause, um and it was it was hard. It was like um the best way I could describe it, it was a, uh, it was like lifting weights with your lungs. That's how it. That's honestly how it was, and I was, I was able to run because it's it's tough. I had it's real tough. I was able. But you to, gotta be careful with that. Yeah, you do. You do. Do you want? Cause you you start off at a, um, at a the lowest elevation, and then. As time goes on, as weeks go on, the use uh, it gives you a program to follow. Yeah, because this yeah. this
0: this book touches on elevation training. They said that what what most pe- people would try to do is you try to train at low elevation mm-hmm. and then live at high elevation because for the elite athletes, what you don't want to have happening is while you're training, you don't wanna see diminished returns then. Like you don't wanna say, Hey, I usually do a nine minute pace, but because I was wearing this mask, I was only doing eleven minute pace. Yeah. You wanna still be able to do nine minute pace. That's why you train at a lower elevation, but then you just try to live at in these in this lower this higher elevation so that while you're resting you are not oversaturated because this the idea of this book is that we're over breathing. When you're breathing through your mouth, deeper breaths, what people consider deeper breaths are not helping you because our 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 blood is already people say, oh you need more oxygen, breathe in, but your body's blood is already probably at a ninety something saturation level. Hmm. So what you want is you want your body to be better at using the oxygen that's already in your blood and by so you have to teach your body to do that and that's by taking longer slower breaths so most people are taking a lot of breaths and it gives you like the scales of where you're at by how many breaths you take per minute you you ideally you want to be the people who are like ultra marathon athletes who basically could just run all damn day, like literally they, they could run for 24 hours, um, those people are able to do that because when they're actually running, they're able to keep their heart rate down and their breath down. I mean, that's part of the key for running the marathon for me was like, I can't let my heart rate get to 180, or I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it if I'm if I'm going up to 180. I was trying to keep my heart rate at the whole time under like 150 beats per minute. Trying like that's where I was struggling at. Now um, I didn't wear my heart rate monitor during the race, but when I was training, I was trying to keep my I knew by how my breath was at, and then the heart rate monitor was the second double check. Like, yep, I'm in my zone. I can stay here. I can stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to make sure you're getting the most out of your training. That's all I'm saying. This this touches
1: on it a little a little bit. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why I brought that up. The elevation mask is because I want to. I'm about to buy another one pretty soon. I was going to start using it um, just because it, it helped me out a lot. It helped me be able to go longer and harder in my workouts. When I did take it off, I wouldn't use it every single day, but I would like use it during my, some of my runs and some of my workouts even lifting weights and everything. It was very helpful. It was really really helpful actually.
0: You're like forcing yourself to do what this book is trying to train you to do yeah. without the mask. That yeah. that that's essentially what it is. You're yeah. us- you're using your tool to do what this wants you to do. Yeah. So not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's funny how when you train you can find your ways to the same places when people take alternate routes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah pretty much alright um I know we talk about it just about every episode but we gonna talk about it until it happens we gotta bring up Connor Floyd in the
1: recent yeah, drama exactly um, oh my god they've been going ham on Connor too and it's so funny just because like um like a lot of my friends, I, I, a majority of my friends are boxers. I like uh, up here, I'm that's, really that's his bias. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're uh, they are they are going in on Connor, they are really going in. But yeah, <laughs> there was uh, the, the memes that I've been seeing have me dying. There's one where he's doing his little like. It looked like he was like loosening his shoulders up, and he keeps on swinging his arms around. If,
0: if you've been living on a rock and you haven't watched the Conor, the Conor, we're talking about when Conor had his public um, training session. What do they call it? Yeah, what the
1: tra- the, um, the public training session. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: like the open session where they allow the media in, and then and then they get to show off what they're what they're working on. It was horrible. And, and it was horrible. And when Floyd had his, I didn't watch his, but I saw a couple of clips where he was basically like drinking water with one hand, and then boxing with the fast bag. All oh, the speed bag. Uh, yeah. That takes skills. That's without great. looking, without looking, and showing them. You know, basically saying this is light work, and this is coming from a nice from a non-boxer. When I watched Conor in that session, to me he looked slow. And and he was he was doing some stuff that it was unorthodox, very very unorthodox. To be, to be nice to, about it, to, to, to yeah, to be nice. He was objectively he he looked slow and he looked unorthodox. And actually, I was listening to um, Brendan Schaub and Joe Rogan talking about it. What they said. And um, uh,
1: Brendan Schaub said he had talked to Pauly, and um, I don't like and see I don't like how they did how Connor did Pauly. Because if you're going to show... They, what they did is they took a, a clip. They mm-hmm. took one clip. Polly could have got the best of them, too. But they didn't show that clip. Polly could have been beating him up for the, all 12 rounds. And you don't do that in sparring, either. You don't bring someone in and then say, Hey, we're going to go 12 rounds when he just got up off actually, the Actually, Connor said that's exactly what he brought him there for, was to beat the shit out
0: of him. <laughs> that's a mess. It is. It's very messed up. But he said that's exactly what it is. Um but what they were talking about, what I think Brendan Shaw was saying, they were saying that um, he's, that Paulie was saying that some of the stuff that um, Connor was doing was weird. It was weird, like the way that his stances are. And he said, he said, that's probably one of the things that Connor has going for him is that he does have a boxing background that he hasn't done in a long time because he's been doing MMA. But he's into all this un- unorthodox, unconventional stuff, which is not what Floyd is used to looking at. But what they did say was, if Floyd fights like what he normally fights, it um, the first first probably few rounds that he's fighting him Floyd is going to make Conor come to him. They're both counter boxers. They're-
1: you know, uh, one thing that's... Did you see the Stephen A. Um, Smith interview with Floyd? Mm-mm. Floyd said that he's going to go bring it to him. Oh, you Was that when he was apologizing? Yeah, for to, for the backyard. Yeah. Yeah, he was, like, said he owes people for the. He, he said, said he's going to go bring it to him, and I'm excited. That's going to be like the Floyd Mayweather. I really want to see that's, it. I I, sho- right. I showed you that fight. I, I I posted that fight. I was like, "Yo, this is that, the this is the Floyd we need to see." That, the, yeah, this this is going to be the Floyd Mayweather that will. Um, what's his name? Arturo Gotti. That that's going to be. He's he's talking about going back to that Floyd. I'm like, dang, I haven't seen that in like. But ten plus years.
0: That's I believe it when I see it, though. I, true. Believe it when but, I see it.
1: But from but to to be fair to Floyd, one thing I will say is that he has been pretty good on keeping his word thus far, is because he they they just announced those eight ounce gloves. That was crazy. That yeah, that's
0: crazy. Eight ounce gloves. I mean, in the Max Kellerman will say this just makes it a better fight for. For Floyd, I think it's I think it's a ploy to sell more tickets because word is that they've been having while the pay per view has been selling, they've been having a lot of trouble selling tickets in in Vegas mm-hmm. where they're fighting. because well, so,
1: so the, the the main fight that everybody wants, to, all the the boxing fans want to see is Canelo and Triple G. Right. That's the. Honestly, I'm more excited for that fight than this one. I mean, it's going to be entertaining. I'm still going to watch it. Am I going to pay for it? Probably not. <laughs> I'll go like if, if somebody happens to have a party, I'll go over and go. You know, I'll go. I'll go watch it. But yeah, I'll be watching it at
0: somebody's house, just yeah, not just my exactly. house. Not my
1: exactly. No, my house. exactly.
0: Uh, but yeah, that was the the one thing that that uh, Brendan had said when he was talking to Paulie was was. Paulie was talking about how awkward that he was with his stances and the way that he moves around, and I know the jokes are flying, and I was laughing too when they were making up the videos, making fun of all the movements. (laughs) But that is what they're saying. But most people agree. They they said I think they said uh, Floyd's only the odds are only four to one for him to win, Mm. only four to one, which that's surprising for. For how heavily people are coming out against Connor, you would think that they would be favoring him more in the um,
1: in those odds. That's what I, that's what I understand. You well, know, you have to mm-hmm. think too that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people who are giving Connor a puncher's chance, and it takes it's going to take one or more than one. I mean, the one thing that really irritates me when I talk to somebody who doesn't really know too much about boxing is. Uh, Floyd's been against some pretty hard, heavy, heavy-handed punches. You know, like, <laughs> like that. They've been against. He's been against Maidana. Maidana almost almost knocked him out at the end of like I want to say a tenth round of the second fight. Um,
0: uh, Joe was saying basically that Floyd is a is a is a defensive genius who's only been hit, like, seven times in his whole entire career. <laughs> like, you know, and, and that's coming from somebody who, you know, like, uh, he definitely wants to see, Joe definitely wants to see Connor do something. Like, he wants to see, but he, he's giving credit where credit's due. He was like, this guy is a genius. He makes it, he makes it in the league by not getting hit and they're both they're both good at doing that that's actually Connor's game too is to not get hit Mm -hmm. Connor doesn't get socked up all the time that's not his game that's not calling him a genius like I'm not trying to say he's a genius I'm just saying it's a similar game they're both counter punchers and they're both
1: their game is to not get hit yeah yeah I agree with that I um I like like, we've been talking about, I still got Floyd winning this fight. I don't, I just don't see it, man. Like, I don't see Connor winning. If and it, I'm, the only way, look, let's just, let's put it out
0: there. The only way Connor wins is he knocks Floyd out. There is 0.0, you want to talk about no chance. Okay, there's no chance of him, him winning by decision. In a boxing match for Connor. I hate hearing people say he's got no chance because, you, like you said, there's the puncher's chance. Any any given Sunday, somebody mm-hmm. can connect, and, and you can go to sleep. And that's, <laughs> that's, and
1: that's what makes uh, that what that's what makes a boxing or any combat sport like MMA, kickboxing, whatever. That's what makes so it interesting. Yeah, that's it, what makes it interesting, and for the fighters, that's what like brings you glory because you can be on the other side of that. Of, of that person getting slept. You could be the person standing up uh, victorious, or you could be the one on the canvas or on the back.
0: Wasn't nobody in Buster Douglas's camp when they went to Japan to fight <laughs> Mike Tyson. Iron Mike Tyson. Wasn't nobody checking out his camp. No, no You no. didn't know who Buster Douglas was no. when they went to go have that fight. You no. had not a clue. Exactly. And he got his shine. Yeah. For all of like... Fit, he
1: didn't even get 15. He got like five minutes. I just, I don't, I don't know. I like, I really hope that Floyd does deliver. I hope that like he, you know, you can say what you want to about Floyd Mayweather, you know, but he is a
0: I think that, I think that um technically Floyd is going to win. But, it's a loss if
1: he doesn't
0: embarrass
1: him. <laughs> yeah, it is. If he, like, it would be so disappointing to me because I think Canelo Canelo Alvarez. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He is. Uh, he is going to be fighting Triple G pretty soon. He he made he Floyd Mayweather made Canelo look silly.
0: Like if silly, let me say this:
1: if Connor makes
0: if Conor is in the same ring at the same time. On the other side of the ring, and Floyd, Mather, Floyd Mayweather slips, Connor is automatically the king. <laughs> He's <laughs> automatically the king. They are going to crown him. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. He can be on the other side of the ring, looking outside of the ring, and Floyd Mayweather can slip on his own sweat, and they will crown him. Yeah. They will crown him. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, I he just can don't... lose. He can lose after that. Honestly, I like I see what Dana White and Conor McGregor are doing by doing those little clips, but like in the boxing community, you don't do that. You don't do that. That's no, like, it's dirty. No, they, just, they, they addressed it because uh, you just don't do that. Like I, I, there's there's a lot of unspoken things when you step into a boxing ring, and you don't record and then put it on on social media or release it to like you don't do that unless it was already like uh, both people both fighters come in there like yeah we can put this. We can put us both doing our work on here, blah, blah, blah. Like, you just, you don't do that. That's messed up. Brendan, um, Brendan
0: Schaub was saying that he had talked to some people that other boxers that he knows that have been called up, you know, and asked to go fight with, with, um, Connor. And they're like, yo, I love Connor, but I'm not going to go help him. He's like, he's like, if I help him and by some strange chance, he he connects and he knocks him out or something, I'm done. <laughs> yes. Like I'm getting no chances. He's like, Boxing is a fraternity and I'll be out. <laughs> I'll be out. If I'm the guy that helped Connor, he's like, I'll be out. And I was like, I never thought of I didn't think it went that deep. It does. They're like, they're like, he's like, yeah. He's like, I've already talked to people. And they're like, Don't you don't you do it. Yeah. Don't
1: you do it. I'm like, dang, that's deep. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Because it's for the sport. I mean, you have all these people sitting here, like all these MMA fans and everything like that, sitting here screaming, yelling like boxing is dead. Boxing is not dead, first of all. Boxing is not dead. And that's one thing that, like, it strikes a nerve for me because I I do, I do, I am a boxer, you know what I mean? And it strikes a nerve because, like, if Conor wins, that's, (laughs) they were all right, you know what I mean? And it's like kind of like the left side and the right side. And I mean, I don't know. I look at it that way, and that's just my perspective. I don't know if anyone else out there thinks that. I way. wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't say it was dead. I would say that boxing has been struggling because we had some boring fighters that were holding yeah. belts.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, then, and I, that's that's what I, hurts. Honestly, you know where I think it starts from is it starts from uh, the heavyweight division and then it. Ah, uh, I, I, I've I, been I, saying that. It, I've it been saying. Because, Went back one of them, and Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson kept boxing alive for a long time because he was knocking folks out. People want to see two big guys get in the ring and just and see the, if if you go to a heavyweight fight and there's not a knockout, it's a surprise. Lennox
0: was not, was not the best heavyweight, but he was technical and at least he was boxing. Yeah, at least he was taking fights. He was
1: taking fights. Some of these guys are scared, and that's why it's so exciting now for the heavyweight division because there is a dude like that. There's a couple guys like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, open right now. It's there's open. We, we got we got, an got American. We finally got an American heavyweight champion, Deontay Wilder. Then there's Anthony Joshua who just beat the ten year reigning uh, heavyweight champion. Finally, the uh, finally get the, him out of here. The uh, no
0: disrespect, but we needed some new blood in
1: there. The living, breathing. Real version of Ivan Drago, <laughs> and then you have uh, what is it? Um, what's his? Who else is? Oh, there's this cat from his name is Joseph Parker. Not too many people know know of him. He's this dude from Australia. You sleeper? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think that if either if either one of the current heavyweights Anthony Joshua or Deontay Wilder fight him, he's getting his belt. too, That's just me personally, but you never know. You know. We gotta go.
0: I need to do some homework on the on the heavyweights. We need to talk more about that in another episode yeah. so what you working on what you working, What you building off? I'm trying to finish this book Oxygen Advantage I want to get into it I'm trying to employ this stuff every night until I finish this book or see some change so I can get some objective still doing all my still doing the
1: handstand work every damn day I hear that that's what's up so, have you gotten further away from... Are you still doing it against the wall or have you gotten away from Yeah, it?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I can feel my core engage and I'm able to pull away from the wall for a few seconds and it's not a thud against the wall when my legs go up because my core is controlling it. I'm still not... Um, I'm still not away from it for the, the entirety of the work. I'm using the wall as... But I can feel myself as I get my whole you know, the ass and the core engaged. I can feel the pull away from the wall. So I'm I'm doing more where it's like one leg away from the wall, Mm -hmm. just kind of touching it. So it's very, very light. It's coming though. It's coming. You're going to see videos in the future. I'll be like, like a fool. I'll be a fool with it. When I can handstand walk, you're going to see one of those every, every
1: week. (laughs) Be handstand like a, a fool. Uh, so uh, the the couple things that I'm I'm gonna be working on. I'm of course I'm um, I haven't really been able to go to Alaska Boxing Academy just because uh, not I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'll rephrase that as much as I've been wanting to because of uh, work and everything. But I still get like and it's funny to me. I'll step up in the gym in the um, Alaska Boxing Academy and a lot of the guys were like, "Oh, where you been?" At? I was like, "Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm I'm working even when you think I'm not working." Like, I'll put in that work. I'll put in my time, even when, you know what I mean. So, like, I'm uh, just staying... I'm I'm staying really, really consistent. I'm working on those kettlebell swings. I'll be working on those compound lifts, like the uh, the deadlifts. Um, more specifically, I'm be doing um, the hang cleans. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about doing snatches, but I don't think my shoulder's there yet for that. Like, that's a lot of... Like, I don't like snatches, because... You make the wrong move and you can go all all the the way up. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I've 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 had some bad experiences with snatches and fell back. You have to be first of all if you're gonna do snatch, you got to be ready to bail out. Yeah, and I don't like that because you could drop it on your head. And and that was the reason why I was asking you if you were if you were doing any mobility drills. You know, early on when I was during the time that I was training for the half marathon, I was doing more shoulder drills, which I haven't been doing lately which was the pass-throughs, I was doing pass-throughs and I started working up I worked up to doing 10 pounds on the stick um, oh, wow. doing pass-throughs and that's really um... it's really unforgiving <laughs> uh, when you know like even just just holding the stick and working your way through it, um, it it works your shoulders, it definitely works your shoulders. It may not be something you're ready to do today but I would look at look at trying to work in some path, pass throughs just with the stick, mm. just use the stick and try and make sure that your mobility is up for it. Because specifically, I worked on it because I wanted to make sure that my my shoulder was strong at every angle. And when you're doing that pass through, you have to bring it back down in the back, oh. and that's usually where people are like, ah, yeah. ah, and just the stick man just the stick you're doing it you're like this and you're like "Mm." mmm but um, I worked up to to doing like 5 pounds and I had to start doing 10 pounds but I haven't been I haven't done that in months but I did that just for the mobility you know and and mobility is not the same as um, where you can stretch to mobility is about having strength in that position Mm -hmm. and that was the reason why I was working on it was like okay I wanna make sure that if I fall out I'm not gonna pull something because I had to bail out of a a lift you know something that was above my head You wanna make sure that you can let it go you can let it go (laughs) you can get away get away cuz I I have tried to do a snatch and then fell because it was a little bit too heavy or I wasn't I wasn't engaged or I wasn't in alignment All those things, when you're doing those complex lists, alignment, all that stuff is important. Mm -hmm. It's got to be aligned. Like I told you when I was doing that Turkish getup, I was doing it with my son. My son is like almost 80 pounds, and I had him above my head, and I I was like on one knee, and I was working it up. But as you're getting up, he can't waver forward or backward. Otherwise, y'all are going to fall one way or the other. Mm -hmm. It's got to be perfectly above your center of gravity the entire time. Cause just a little bit of just a little bit of wave is like, whoop, boop, yeah. <laughs> and y'all going down. So, yeah, I, I would look into it. You Need some mobility drills for them shoulders. Yeah. You go, if you're gonna be nice, yeah. you're gonna
1: be nice. You want to make sure you're touching it. Yeah, I hear that. That's one thing that I'll definitely look into. I'll, I'm gonna touch on it actually tomorrow. See how see how it is. See how I feel, and then go from there. That would be uh, yeah. I've been hitting it pretty hard this week too. I, was, I, feel, I feel real good about that. I've been hitting it real hard this week, and I've seen a lot of changes in my body and my uh, and in my sport too. Ooh. So I, I I like that. I like that a lot. Those kettlebells are uh, if you if you're not trying them, try to implement them in your workout because I'm telling you, they work. And it works a lot. You know, you takeaways,
0: knee mobility. You need to try Kettlebells. You need to try to check out Primal Soldier. You got to check out The Oxygen Advantage by Patrick McCown. Start breathing through your nose and not through your mouth and get your rest. Oh, that Elevation Mask, too. Mm-hmm. Check oh, that ele- out. The Elevation yeah, Mask. Check that out. Um, and, yeah, don't be stingy with this episode. If you're listening, you need to share it. Comment yeah. on it. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Like it. Comment. Share it. Hit us up on IG. You know what it is. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm underscore I am shown enough. I'm soul powered. It's good talking to you. All right, we out.